today. Uh, well, this weekend, I'm going to reflect a little bit on my 10 years of priesthood. Just use it as a hopefully a way to help you reflect on your own vocation, your own journey uh, with our Lord. The gospel passage today ends with that little phrase, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And I think that's a, a key to try to, for me to try to understand some things today. So maybe to reflect on first some hopes before I was ordained as I was in formation in the seminary, what were some things that I was hoping the priesthood would be? Uh, first, I would say there was a, a great desire and a great joy looking forward to celebrating sacraments for people, right? So the Eucharist, obviously the Mass, uh, confession, um, all the different things that a priest does sacramentally. That was something that I looked forward to. Um, There's also a joy in thinking about my whole life is going to be about serving the Lord, that that's my life. Uh, that it's all about bringing people to Christ and helping them to know the Lord. So just that fact that that's what my life will be about, that's something that really gave me a lot of excitement and joy when it came to the priesthood. I'll share a little bit about some challenges that I've discovered along the way. Um, sometimes it feels like a little bit like um, driving on a cliffside, right? It's, uh, it's a beautiful view. There's lots of things to see. Uh, it's wonderful. But if you don't pay attention, you go over the cliff. And so there are times when it feels like I'm sort of careening off, off the edge uh, or that uh, as priests, we, we can kind of, and when we go off the edge, we really go off the edge. Uh, and so it's, it's bad, right? So just in my 10 years as a priest, I've seen six of my brother priests from our diocese leave the priesthood for various reasons. Uh, seven that I can count, there might be more, but seven that I remember have had to go on leave. Uh, most of them have come back, not always, but uh, four have had medical issues where they've, they've uh, had struggles with medical things that have put them out of ministry and maybe when they come back they can't do all the things that they used to do. So um, that's just part of life, right? We all have friends and family uh, who go through similar things. You know, I think of the similarity between what people go through in divorce and what a priest goes through when he leaves the priesthood. Not only what he goes through, but what his people go through. And so that's been a, a dynamic that I didn't expect, that I wasn't really thinking a lot about. I knew it happened, but you experience it in a much more personal way when you are like in the trenches and like all of a sudden the guy next to you is gone and you're like, what happened to him? Like, wh wh where did this come from? Why did, why did he struggle in that way? Or what, what brought him to that point? So that's been a, a challenge uh, at times. Um, another challenge that I didn't really foresee, and I don't know if that I could have, um, is just that sometimes, uh, and anybody who is probably uh, uh, a leader or a, uh, in, in the, the, the hierarchy of a workplace or something like that probably deals with this, but it wasn't something that I was necessarily trained for or really expected was that sometimes um, people use you as a punching bag, right, for their problems. The things that, that come up in their life are directed at you. Or sometimes, uh, and more often the case, it's the teachings of the church that you try to share or encourage or invite people into. They take it personally or take it as an offense for various reasons, right? Uh, people are struggling and so sometimes something strikes them. Uh, and maybe we don't always say it with charity or with love, and so they take it as a personal attack. And when they come at you and express that, sometimes I, as a priest, can take it personally 
and react negatively to that. So that's been a thing to learn about. How do I, how do I deal with that? You know, and we all have to deal with this at times. Uncomfortable situations where we thought we were doing something for the best of someone or we were trying to express something to help someone and it doesn't go very well, it doesn't come off that way. And so they're angry or they're frustrated or they're upset. And sometimes they even, um, you know, um, hold on to that for years. And so uh, dealing with that, letting go of that, not taking it personally, but trying to see, okay, Lord, this is part of representing you, is that sometimes people get upset. So that's been a, a thing to learn about, really formative, I would say, uh, both in good and bad ways. You know, uh, I think sometimes priests can get beat up when they when they take it personally and they, they start to pull back and kind of say, well, I'm not going to talk about those things or I'm not going to share the full gospel or I'm not going to uh, put myself out there and we can get a little bit more timid or we get hard and we get mean and we get uh, cruel and we start to just say, well, I don't care what people think. I'm just going to say what I need to say and you can just do whatever you want with it. And we get kind of a little bit prickly and that's, that's not good either. So it's like, how do I both stay flexible to remain open to what uh, the teachings are and to share them in a charitable way, but also uh, remain soft enough to, to, so that people can come and express their, their struggles or their hardships and that I don't turn people away by my, by my hardness. Um, so those are two things. A third thing that has been a challenge that I've learned a lot about uh, myself and just what it is to be a priest, at least a parish priest, is ha having to deal with all the things that I don't know how to do, right? <laughs> so you're trained as a theologian, as a philosopher, and not even a, gr a great one, you know, you just get the basics, and, uh, and that's all you get, right? And then you're like, okay, you have to be a business manager, you have to be a, a HR person, you have to be helping make financial decisions for sometimes very large corporations, the parishes, um, dealing with all kinds of things that you never thought you would deal with or that you don't feel competent to deal with. And so just having to deal with that. And I think, you know, parents can probably relate to that. Uh, people who start their own businesses. We all have areas in our life, again, that we have that experience of like, I don't know how to do this. I don't know what to do here. I don't know. I don't, I'm really screwing this up. And it's a, it can be a, a challenging thing, but it's also a very formative thing, right? Because it puts you in a situation where you really have to trust in the Lord and just go into prayer and say, okay, Lord, this is your ship and uh, I'm at the rudder here, but I, I don't know where we're going, so uh, help me out. So the challenges, they are difficult, they are challenging, but they also push, at least my experience has been that they push me into the Lord. Like I just have to go in, into this resting of the Lord. So let me talk a little bit now about what gives me hope or what keeps me going after 10 years? And Father George could probably share a lot more about this after 50 plus years, but um, yeah, the, this is what I've learned. One thing that's really good and beautiful about being a priest is the way that the people love their priests. Um, in various ways they express that, right? But there's, there's, a, there's a, a, a beauty in how people uh, go out of their way to support their priests, to pray for them, to invite them to different things, uh, just to, to say kind words. So I have felt that, like people are very gracious to their priests and sometimes more than we deserve, most of the time more than we deserve. So uh, I appreciate that and that does give me hope, it gives me encouragement to keep going. 
Uh, secondly, just the spiritual life. I, I found that this is so necessary, right? To keep living the life of a priest, especially if I want to be a fruitful priesthood. If I'm not connected to the Lord, I got nothing, right? So as I said, dealing with all those things that I don't know what to do with or dealing with the, the hardships or the challenges, if I don't have a spiritual life, there's no way, there's no way to live this life. So it pushes me into that. So there's a sort of a, in some sense, I'm grateful for that because it, it really stretches me and helps me to, to go dig deep, look for ways to stay with the Lord in all of it. Um, so that's been something that I continue to grow in. And I think, again, I think there's ways to connect that to our own lives. You know, sometimes we try to do it on our own strength, our own power. And when we do that, uh, usually we end up in the wrong place or in a place where we hurt other people or where we just feel overwhelmed. So, yeah, it's a, it's a roller coaster ride, but to stay with the Lord has been something that I've learned. And I think I learned it from other priests ahead of me along the way who shared their wisdom and just shared like, hey, don't go this path. Do not become a priest if you cannot have a prayer life. If you can't, if you can't pray, if you can't be consistent in your prayer life, you're not going to last long. So... Um, and then I would say another thing that keeps me going or helps me is just being with people in critical moments of their, of their lives. Like, uh, it's interesting. It's beautiful. It's, uh, it's encouraging. It can be discouraging, can be hard, but it's also just like, wow, well, as a priest, you get to be a part of so many people's uh, best and worst moments. And, you know, you can have a, in one day, you can have a, a funeral, a wedding, and a, a baptism, and a, you can go to the hospital and do last rites. You can, I mean, one day as a priest, not that I've had lots of days like this, but you can have days where you celebrate four or five sacraments, and it's on both ends of the spectrum. It's with people that are all over the map in terms of their, their relationship with the Lord. And so it, it is just a profound thing to be a part of, that the Lord allows me as a person to have an insight into the human person, especially uh, those who are trying to live the faith. So that's a, a wonderful thing to be a part of. And it keeps me going because it keeps me interested. I love hearing about the story of a person's life and how the Lord has brought them to where they are. Whether it's a good, bad, or difficult story, it's always interesting. So those are just some reflections uh, of 10 years. And I uh, just want to say I'm grateful for the support and the friendship and the, the mission of being a priest with you and for you and uh, hopefully we can continue the journey together. So thank you.